Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Bros Video Game Music Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Today, we are focusing on the Atelier series. We are so excited to present some amazing music from a series that a lot of you probably haven't heard before. Our very supportive listener of the show, Zach, was the first person to introduce us to the music of this series. That we is featured true. it on Show and Tells, and even I think one of those tracks might have been on a Greatest Hits um, episode. Just phenomenal music, a really quality RPG music here. Um, this is just going to be a jam-packed episode of great tunes seems like we've been having a lot of those lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we like it. So what you guys are listening to, uh, you're listening to a track from from Atelier Rorona, the alchemist of our land. This is called Atelier Rorona Celtic, is the name of this track, composed by Ken Nakagawa. So right off the bat, and this happens all the time on the show, but we do have to mention the fact that we have not played these games, so <laughs> we are not really familiar with any of the context of mm-hmm. much of this music. That's kind of the way that Carl and I really prefer it, though, on the podcast, because we're, we're focusing exclusively on the music and how it holds up on its own. And also, it's kind of just an added bonus that if we like something... It's not due to any nostalgic associations we may have to the source material. It's purely on its musical merits. Absolutely. Uh, and, and so we should mention that the Gust sound team is responsible for all these games. Now, that means different individuals for each game. Uh, so we're going to play music from not every game in the series. There's some of the early ones that we're not including. Mm-hmm. Some of the most recent entries just have phenomenal, not just compositions, but production. A lot of great performance uh, and just amazing production in these soundtracks. What you guys heard was from, I believe, maybe like the fifth, fourth or fifth game in the series. That was Atelier Rorona. So, all right, let's move on to uh, another game in the series. Will, do you want to just get into the music today? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so now we're going to move on to a game in the series called Atelier Meruru, The Apprentice of Our Land. And we're going to start things off with a track called Kadena, and this was composed by Daisuke Achiwa. Let's take a listen. listening to Kadena. This is amazing. This is composed by Daisuke Achiwa. This comes to us from the game Atelier Maruru. Wow. So we are in, it's already obvious, we are in for a treat 
today. This is yeah. this is so good. What are your thoughts on this, Will? Well, I love that right off the bat, it has that kind of quasi-Celtic influence. I mean, mm-hmm. we hear it in that 6-8 meter, and, and just the nature of the melody a little bit, it has a very folk sound to it, but it's mm-hmm. also so clearly from the mind of a Japanese composer, just that sense of <laughs> yeah. harmony, that really rich and evocative sense of melody. Uh, the use and, of kind of those jazz pop chords. Right, totally. And what I think is really effective about that meter, the sort of 6-8 meter, it allows for a lot of, you know, syncopated kind of groovy rhythms in a way that actually feels completely authentic to, you know, a really old-fashioned Celtic folk tradition. Sure. If you hear a lot of old if you hear a lot of old folk melodies that were written in this kind of meter, there's a lot of there is a lot of syncopation in a lot of more dance type rhythms at play. So I think it's just it's a perfect choice for making something that really does feel timeless that's both old and new and can kind of sit in that dual presentation. Absolutely. So one thing I do want to mention is uh, my personal favorite entries in the series are the most recent two. And so we are going to heavily feature music from those two. That's kind of the main focus today. But we just did a little smattering of some of the earlier entries just to kind of make it feel more well-rounded. Because I love this melody. Yeah. It's just really fantastic. Great vocal performance. I love the per- I love the production, especially when it really starts to get in gear and have that heavier rock energy. Yeah. There's something so natural about it. Uh, but, you know, the other thing I love, it totally feels like video game music. I mean, that kind of Celtic sound is something we're used to hearing a lot. Mm-hmm. But also, it's a very... Um, it's a very keyboard-centric melody. It really sounds like a great <laughs> game tune that was, you know, composed in like a diatonic way on the piano. Like, you know, it just has that precision to it that and it's great. I so love. I think the vocalist is elevating it. Really beautiful uh, singing on that track. So let's play two more from Maruru. Let's move on to a track called A Small Kingdom's Castle Town. And this was composed by Kuzuki Yanagawa. Let's take a listen. You guys are listening to A Small Kingdom's Castle Town from Atelier Maruru. This is so beautiful. I feel like in some ways this is this is music that some of these tracks feel like they could fit at home in like Zelda or something. Right. Just such strong melodies. A lot of those ornamented rhythms, but the chords feel just like total pop music. You Absolutely. Know? Very unabashed, very video gamey, um, but it's that kind of J-pop, really sunshiny A chord progression. A lot of J-pop today, yeah. It, it sounds... 
it sounds like something you would maybe hear in like a Mario Kart so game or something. Today, guys, we're going to get a lot of humble music. We're going to get a lot of village type music. A lot of just sunshiny, happy, positive vibes. I was getting some Animal Crossing vibes sure. a little bit too. The dun, dun, yeah, dun, and Will was mentioning dun, dun. when we first heard the piano. It's, it's a very fake sounding piano. I think this is... Uh, you know, it's kind of an old game when we think about some of the more recent entries. So we're going to hear the production quality increase as we move chronologically forward. Um, so, all right, let's move on to the last track we're going to play from this game. This is called Mountains, Mountain of Wind in Bloom. And this, again, is composed by Ianagawa. Let's take a listen. <laughs> track is as good as any to kind of introduce you to what you're going to hear in the series. It is incredibly unique. Uh, w- one of my favorite things about the music of the series and what I think the Gust sound team did so well is that they're able to make their own musical identity with this series. You know, there's a lot of instruments that you don't hear all the time. You know, heavy use of the accordion and uh, just like small little whistles and flutes. Uh, instruments that are very humble, but the way that they combine them with, you know, more epic instruments sure. is just so effective. Beautiful melodies, really interesting chords, well, and the fact you amazing almost, production. You almost always have the piano in there, which definitely mm-hmm. makes it feel a little bit more contemporary. Not that yeah. the piano is a new instrument, but but when it's sitting next to these old like Renaissance flutes and recorders, uh, <laughs> it definitely brings it into the modern era. And not only that, the chords it's playing, the chord voicings and rhythms right. have a very modern jazz pop sound to it. You know, I have this this interesting feeling, you know, listening to this music today. Uh, I think we are going to have some interesting discussion, but part of me just wants to like just listen to the music and kind of let it speak it's for really itself. It's really so good. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm very enamored it's, yeah, by it. Yeah, it's hard to even know what to say about it. Like, you just have to kind of listen and just... I think we all are on the same page about this. I think what I'm so inspired by is it feels like a great continuation of classic Japanese RPG music. Sure. Uh, something like Chrono Trigger. I mean, this uh, is a bit yeah. more uh, polychromatic, technicolor, fun sunshine. Uh, one thing that I particularly enjoyed about this track, we have that riff that's, that's established riff. by the piano and then when it returns it actually comes back in the harp a little bit more mm. understated uh but again it's like very eclectic instrumentation mm-hmm. but you really get the sense that there was thought behind it every well, single instrument has a function either in characterizing the environment or the sort of medieval you know realm time period effect 
or an aspect that's meant to make it blur the line and feel a bit more modern and well, at a distance. Every single track you're going to hear today has an incredible level of care and attention and heart put into it. And that's doubly impressive because these are all multiple composers that are all approaching it with the same reverence. And we haven't even gotten to my favorite composer of this series. We're going to get to uh, you know him in a little bit. So, all right, that's wonderful. Let's move on to another game in the series. This is Atelier Aisha. The Alchemist of Dusk <laughs> is the name of the game. We're just going to play one from this today. Uh, and again, great fodder for future Mercado radios and show and tells and whatnot. The name of this track is Hanashirube, and this was composed by Mutsumi Nomiyama. Let's take a listen. I'd like to imagine that this singer is laying back on a couch, just woke up, is putting the smallest amount of effort into this vocal track, but it's great. It's so quiet and delicate and beautiful, and her harmonies, it's so clear it's all the same girl singing all those parts, and sure. just adorable. This is so cool, but it's, again, it's not by the books. It's not just banking on, oh, let's do a cute little pop song. Um, it's really interesting in those really quirky kind of um, kind of plucked instruments that are mixing in here. This is very memorable. Yeah, it's a very chill atmosphere and interesting production choices, especially at the beginning. I, I really like some of those sounds that There's were being some, captured. There's almost some sounds that remind me kind of like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. <laughs> sure, almost feels more acoustically generated. Some Mellotrons or something, um, yeah. But it's really cool. Uh, I love the chill vibe that's created, especially <laughs> by the per especially by the production. You know, the same melody could have been arranged in that kooky, bubbly, eclectic presentation that's more similar to things that we've heard so far. So mm -hmm. I, I kind of like that it's not just musically that they're characterizing a different emotion. Yeah. It's also with the production. You know, this almost feels like indoors music, where the things we've been hearing so far feel like outdoors music. Yeah, I, I don't know the context. Text in yeah, I could game, hear this in a lot of different indoor locations. I could hear it in a cave. I could hear it in a house. I could hear it in a coffee shop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am hearing it in a coffee shop right now. We're recording this in a coffee shop. I'm just kidding. Okay, that is really beautiful stuff. Uh, we should move on. Like we said, just one track from Aisha. Some good stuff there for you guys to check out on your own. All right, let's move on to Atelier Shali, Alchemists of the Dusk Sea. There's a lot of... Um, 
themes of alchemists in this series. Okay, uh, this is a track called Explain. We're going to play two from this game. And this was composed by my favorite series composer, Hayato Asano. Let's take a listen. Wonderful. You guys are listening to Explain from Atelier Shali, Alchemist of the Dusk Sea, composed by my favorite series composer Hayato Asano. He's an amazing talent and his melodies are phenomenal. Uh, again, we have, you know, heavy use of the accordion, some some whistle here. I feel like this could be in a Kirby game. <laughs> some hand percussion. It's it's kind of Tomoyo Tamita meets like Fire Emblem meets like Breath of the Wild. It's very, uh, really nice modern production. Very sweet and cute melodies. Um, again, very humble. A lot of this music feels like kind of humble village music. It's just, man, it's happy. It is very happy. Uh, I particularly like the yeah the upright bass, the A section. You got some acoustic guitar. Yeah, it's so cheery. That the reason I said it reminded me of Kirby is because that's how Kirby music feels to me. It's very sunshiny and very positive. A lot of the Kirby music is probably a bit faster than this, <laughs> uh, but it, it has that equally ornamented sense of melodic lines that it, I think in that case is trying to sound a bit more classical. Uh, but mm-hmm. either way, just I so love this. To me, this one also gave me imagery of like trains. There, there was something about it that I, I could almost picture like a choo-choo train in the background. Maybe it was the instrumentation or just that sure. that rhythm that for whatever reason. You know, there's a like nice little motion. touch too. We heard that that um, kind of that uh, Latin small uh, hand percussion instrument that wiro that you know kind of that wood instrument that you slide across the the ridges. Yeah, that was a nice little touch too to kind of complement the acoustic. To guitar okay let's move on to the second track we're going to play from shali this is a warrior's holiday here we go gotta just give another round of appreciation for 
the the gust sound team's level of production on this series so much better than what we hear in most video games i mean a lot of this is almost everything maybe you hear on this track is fake it's virtual instruments but it all is so pleasing you have like kind of like some some rain sticks and some hand drums with some some flutes and some uh you know kalimba and just all, a mixture of a lot of different instruments and they all sound so pleasing right just so much care was put into this the composer we have on this track is a gentleman we've heard before today uh Kazuki Yanagawa. Well, what do you think about this? It's amazing because, as you mentioned, there really is so much virtual instrument work happening in a track like this, but nothing sounds out of place at all, and it really seems to be playing to the strengths of whatever VSTs they have, and, you know, any addition, inclusion of real acoustic elements um, is really helpful, and also, I think the sound that they're going for is a more understated sound. It doesn't sound overblown or kind of biting off more than it can chew. Sure. It, it has this very pleasant dot style uh, arrangement to it that I just think is really effective particularly like that guitar let's say I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a virtual instrument because oh yeah you know every single note that's happening is this really short kind of staccato pairing and it almost sounds like it's being played like a I keyboard. almost prefer that though because the yeah, there's something so really cool about it and it does sound really good it's mm-hmm. kind of convincing samples when you have those short articulations again yeah it's playing off of the strength of the virtual instruments and doing something quirky with it which is you know I think when we talk about the 16-bit era we've talked about even last week how how inherently cute the sound of like a Super Nintendo is sure. that there's really not as much work that needed to be done where it's going to be cute it's going to be imaginative but it's really hard to get that kind of an emotion from modern VSTs a lot of them if if you don't really spend a lot of time they're just going to sound kind of that uncanny valley just kind of boring well, I also like how bold everything is mixed that's an aspect where I think a lot of this music really comes to life I agree there's nothing that feels just kind of um like untapped potential uh sure it it is a very it's a very nice sound I think well you know what I feel like today might be one of those days where we just decide track of the weeks as we go I could see there being multiple (laughs) is there any that we've played so far will that you think would be a contender do you want to keep going there's been great melodies and what I've just been inspired by is all these really well constructed grooves every single track feels unique and completely its own entity for me I think uh, so far that explain track the one the previous one would have been a contender so let's maybe see if we can beat that sound good Sure. Okay, let's move on to uh, (laughs) one of the two games. We're we're now reaching really the last two that we're going to focus on. We're going to play a whopping six tracks from Atelier Sophie, the alchemist of the mysterious book. And then we're actually going to play seven from the final uh, game we're going to focus on. So yeah, these are amazing. And really, I think the best two soundtracks in the series a lot that I want to get to on this. Okay, let's start things off with a track called Spring East Wind, composed by my boy Hayato Asano. <laughs>
so energetic. Something definitely was decided uh, moving into the, the working on the soundtrack of Atelier Sophie. Everything is so much more intricate and just exciting. Every single rhythm is just like has so much energy. This is just bursting at the seams. You can't listen to this and just sit there and have no reaction to it. I mean, you might think it's cheesy, but I just think this is just amazing video game music. Again, I really like the arrangement. The melody is kind of played as a bit of a hocket at times, where you'll hear, where you'll hear, you know, one phrase by the flute, and then it's answered mm-hmm. by the violin, and then it, you know, there's all this fun interplay. Yet you hear the through line of this great melody. And again, it's just very high energy music. It's really fun. It, it captures a great. It captures a great youthful and jovial spirit. It's happy I mean, village music. I got to say, this, this, whole, this whole series, I imagine these games must just really put a smile on your face. And I'm also surprised at how... I'm also surprised at what high energy scores these seem to be so far. Because when I yeah. think of an RPG game, I think of a lot of you know slow walking around and well, talking we definitely to people have and making those, decisions. Yeah. I think some of my favorite tracks happen to be the more energetic ones. Um, so yeah, it's not necessarily the most... Um, unbiased representation of the whole series. But yeah, I think some of the best melodies of the series, I think you guys are going to hear today. So holy moly, that's great. All right, well, let's think about that. Maybe as a possible contender, that was Spring East Wind. I think so far the best track of the day. Let's keep that in mind as we proceed. Next track from this game we're going to play is Camellia Sazanka. Again, composed by Asano. Let's take a listen. It's just too good. Oh, I'm just in love with the work on this series. Just, I, I was listening to this stuff just on loop for weeks and weeks. So excited to get to this episode. So thanks, everyone, for indulging us. Um, This is Camellia Sazanka, composed by the wonderful Hayato Asano. And this is, is so, it, this piece is so deft at moving between very far, far, like, spread apart eras in, in music history. You know, a lot of it feels like it could be this really kind of humble military like old school military theme or something and then all of a sudden you hear these like modern jazz chords injected in such a natural way uh that the overall like chord vocabulary i guess you could say is kind of like modern jazz fusion maybe it's a little 70s uh it's just great yeah it's it's great very poppy piano centric 70s sunshiny pop uh i i also get kind of like sesame street vibes i mean it sounds like music 
for children. It's it's just so delightful. The kind of children that I want to hang out with. <laughs> that sounds a bit creepy, man. Maybe you should keep that to yourself. <laughs> no, I, this might be my favorite track so far of the day. The one thing I, I feel like is a bit of a missed opportunity, <laughs> the fake virtual instrument flute is is not my favorite. And it's interesting it's to cute, me that man. Some, of the, some of the tracks that we've played so far today have, you know, actual recorder and actual flute. Right. So that would have been great to have that because, you know, the guitar and piano just just sound fantastic. Uh, right. But yeah, I think I might say this is my favorite track so far. Okay. Well, I feel like we just get better and better as the playlist progresses. So that's, yeah, it's that uh, might be my favorite so far. Let's see if we can beat it. Uh, this next one is also composed by Hado Osano. This was the first track that Zach brought to our attention. It's called Scenery of the Town Daytime. Enjoy. <laughs> That's track of the week, folks. That is scenery of the town daytime. There's no doubt that's track of the week. Would you agree, Will? I mean, I haven't heard everything, so it's one of one of the tracks of the week. We gotta bold that. I can't imagine a world where that's not bold on our website. This is scenery of the town daytime from Atelier Sophie, composed by Hayato Asano. There's I'm- so much I could say about this. One of our favorite. Uh, me and Will, one of our favorite things about this track is how it feels so natural in five, and then he m- jumps between five and six, mm-hmm. uh, two different meters. Carl's, yeah, so he's smoothly. talking about the time signature. It goes yeah. from five eight into six, six eight. eight. And we've already talked about six eight. Is six eight almost seems to be like a palette of this series. I have a question for you, Will. I feel like personally, this track is kind of taking everything that's worked before in the series and kind of putting it all together in a way that. The overall uh, presentation is just better than anything we've heard. Uh, would you, first of all, would you agree with that? And then, how, what is it about this piece that uh, is just so memorable to you? Gosh, I feel like I'm being interviewed. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I think it takes what's been working in this series and other series. I mean, it's that Mario Kart, Nintendo chord progressions. Again, yeah. really reminded of Animal Crossing here. I think it's a shame that the Animal Crossing games don't have a production aesthetic that sounds this good. Oh man, yeah. Um, hopefully. It seems like with the more recent games, though, they're moving to including a few more real instruments. And, you know, I mean, you always get Kazumi Tataka playing guitar, which is cool. But, well, if we were going to be a little bit critical, like, how do you think the groove and the melody of this track compare to what we've heard before today? Well, I agree with you, Carl, that it does sort of shift naturally between 5 8 and 6 8. 
um it, in a very subtle way it doesn't it's not one of those pieces that's using an odd meter for some kind of like strange effect or gimmick yeah, yeah i think um most people wouldn't even notice that just because mm-hmm. of how natural and effortless that groove feels one two three four five one two three four five one two three four, and it's five, kind of a catchy great. little piano riff uh it's kind of a catchy little piano riff over the chord changes. And yeah, again, there's lovely melodic lines. I don't think this track has my favorite melody of um, all the ones that we've heard so far today. And again, it has that kind of fake flute virtual instrument mm-hmm. where I'm sort of missing the recorder that we're hearing. But, but hey, we get the, love accordion. the accordion. We get the acoustic guitar. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice sound here. All right. Let's move forward. Well, I'm going to leave it up to you. Let me know if you think anything else is worthy of another track of the week today. We're going to now move on to a really funny title. This track is called The Bibliophiles Good Looking Legs. (laughs) And this is again composed by Hayato Asano. Let's take a listen. Nice reggae groove there with the upbeats on the piano. This is cool. This is definitely music that would fit. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead. This has got to take place in a library, right? <laughs> uh, judging by the, the funny name of this track, composed by Hayato Asano. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this is just so cute. Uh, yeah, very reminiscent of some of the, the melody. Uh, really take some of the fragments we just heard from that scenery of the town, manipulating it and in, in creating a new piece with it. I really, honestly, my favorite thing is the dun 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 dun. dun it's so catchy. It's great. Again, there's such like a noble and sweet sound to this whole I know. series. I, I keep mentioning you know Animal Crossing, but it's that, it's a it's that same innocent, really sweet, yet just very sweet, innocent vibe. unabashed happiness. That's something that I I think a lot of people would agree we need more of in this world. Like yeah. it's just we need more of this kind of very. Uh, positive. There's not. There's nothing. I think Will. Uh, last Here week you, you go on your high horse. No, again. you mentioned there was a track <laughs> that we played, and you said there's nothing like defensive about this, and that's how I feel yeah. about this. Like this is. Did it's I not, say it, that? Yeah, cool. you did, and it's not trying. That, that was smart of me well, to say. I really. <laughs> it's like one of that. a few moments you were smart. No, but it's like it's not like okay, okay. I'm gonna make sure that people don't actually think I think this is cool. So if I'm doing kid music, I'm gonna make it really silly and not take it seriously. Like there's right. so much heart put into this music that some people might write off and i think Ernest, shame yeah. on them if they write this off as being silly that's again we did an episode a number of years ago called east and west where we talked about some of the biggest differences between really japanese composers mm-hmm. and uh western composers whether whether it's people in america or europe and there really is such a distinct in one of the biggest differences that we've noticed and in our opinion seems to come down to like a, a philosophical 
philosophical difference and hmm. why we tended to favor the Japanese composers way more is because so much of the music was just really earnest. There wasn't really any apparent attempt at trying to be cool in the same way, in like sure. a defensive way. Well, you know? yeah, because I think, I don't think there's almost anyone who would, would call this music cool. It's not like that that cool it's just but in a so way you know sweet. it is cool because it's so honest you know the fact they're honest writing is cool. great melodies they're they're writing great melodies these great unabashed grooves there's something cool about the confidence in that it's not mm-hmm. cool in like our american archetypal idea of cool but heck i mean in 20 years all the stuff we think is cool now will be considered lame well, so speaking what's of the point of pursuing that well yeah know? i mean speaking of what's cool and what's not cool i think it's cool in the sense that when you when you turn into an adult you kind of don't care anymore about trying to be fake or try trying to really be cool you just are are what's more cool than old people you know like (laughs) i remember if i if i was like 14 and i listened to this i might make fun of it you know because i'm so concerned at that time with like oh i want to listen to something that sounds like fresh and whatever um but you know once you kind of get past that and just listen for music anywhere and just be open to hear good melodies wherever you go you're gonna find good stuff uh let's let's change it up and uh, we're going to play yeah, two more tracks. You know what's really cool, Carl, is talking about how cool something is. I think that's the <laughs> coolest thing you can do. <laughs> this track is cool for this, 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 and this reason. Uh, no, that's what like I said earlier. Honestly, I just feel like I just want to listen to this music. And maybe the stuff we say, it's just kind of a bonus to, to these great tunes. So hopefully you guys are enjoying this episode. I'm having a wonderful time. There's going to be a spring in my step when I leave this this room well that's, that's from sure. the drinks that you've had but oh you know, yeah i am i am loaded right you now. you are wasted you're shwa- you're getting shwasted i actually fun fact i've been listening to an entirely different playlist than you and i ah. can't even tell okay we're gonna move things a little bit more intense here this is thistle lotus from sophie composed again by hayato asano here we go I'm curious, George, over here. What are your thoughts on Thistle Lotus? I think you know what I think about it. Mm. Uh, why don't we start it again from the top? And <laughs> I was I'll, not I'll paying really attention. Pay attention this time. I'm trying to catch up to you. Get wasted as well. Uh, I think this is just ba. This this is so cool. It's the most rocking thing we've heard. We finally get like a full on rock drum kit. Uh, there's a little bit of kind of mystery at the start of this as far as what the meter is, where the one is, intentionally so. But once that beat comes in, oh, it's just a great moment. This is amazing. Yeah, this, to me, is um, 
I would I would consider this uh, maybe another contender for track of the week. But what do you think, Will? Yeah, I, I agree. This this is a pretty bad butt track. Uh, it really. <laughs> It, it <laughs> gotta watch out because we're supposed to be clean yeah uh <laughs> on but, itunes it says we're clean yeah well no that, that's what my heart says as well uh <laughs> i i love this track i, I was kind of confused for the longest time because i couldn't figure before the drums came in I, I couldn't quite figure out what meter it was in because it almost sounded like it was in three like it sounds like two groups of three and then one group of two it's clearly four um oh yeah says the drummer <laughs> um but yeah it, really great melody and again very new this is a type of energy that i feel like we haven't really encountered mm-hmm. um th- that's what i've been enjoying on this podcast there's like a through line a thread between all of these pieces we're listening to very yes, strong each one melodies. has its own identity yeah and very strong commendable. many times very emotional melodies with presentations that are that actually are really hip and cool you know is what we we're talking about earlier the actual presentation and the production is very modern and fresh but the melodies are much more like timeless in in uh unabashed i guess i would say speaking of hip and cool carl you have a you have a birthday coming up i do 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 you care to share how old you're turning i don't i really am sad that i'm going to be turning 29 56 (laughs) oh oh well that's not you don't look a day over 50 no i'm going to be turning 29 and i don't look a day under 29 i (laughs) feel like that sounds really old to me so i don't think it does uh come back in a year and then you'll be old talk to me in a year okay all right, we're going to play the last track of the day from uh, Adelie or hey man, Sophie. you got to look at our buddy Carlos. Think about how much older than you he is and think about how youthful and beautiful he looks. That's true. That's I true. don't know if this is going to make him happy or really uncomfortable. Probably well, probably uncomfortable. I think what's good about Carlos is that he has a youthful energy and spirit, so it almost doesn't matter. You know, It's one of those people where it doesn't really matter how old the person is because they they're always going to be youthful. Okay, this is uh, last track of the day from, is it a Tellier? <laughs> I always forget because I wanted to say Adelier. I kind of want to tell you the wrong one just so you can embarrass yourself. It is Atelier. It is though, Atelier, right? yeah. Atelier Sophie. This is... Atelier, uh, <laughs> apparently. Cellular Sophie. This is Colonel Lila Z. Here we go. guys are listening to colonel lila z and this one was actually composed by uh daisuke achiwa who's a composer that came back uh we heard from the second track we played today so finally a different composer here changing it up um beautiful this is so incredible change of pace so beautiful this reminds me of uh the work of yoko shimamura in something like kingdom hearts mm. 
spot on spot on uh great piano writing i'm kind of reminded also a little bit maybe this you won't hear this but a little bit mario galaxy like sort of the final levels um particularly like the the final stage in galaxy one has very similar chord progression and if i remember Mm. seems to have a bit more of a piano focus at parts absolutely but i also just love how epic it's getting with this full you know chorus and orchestra it starts to show the cracks a little bit more in some of the virtual instrument aspects of it but of course it's uh very well earned because i mean so much of the music that we've been hearing so far in today's playlist has been these kind of kooky small ensemble kind of instrument organizations mm-hmm. and so it, it's really nice to hear something that is amping up the energy both musically and in terms of the arrangement Well, it's time to move on to the last game we're going to focus on today. We're going to play seven tracks from this. This is Atelier Furies, and that is The Alchemist and The Mysterious Journey. I have a theory that this is going to be a really good track. It's going to be a good track. This is my second composer of the day, second favorite composer of the day, I should say. It's Tatsuya Yano, who I believe this was the first uh, game he worked on in the series. Carl, are you just going to edit this to take out all of your mistakes and then make me look bad, or are you (laughs) going to keep in your little bumbles? I'll keep in some of them. Okay, good. Uh, Okay, this is Let Me Cut You. Here we go. This is amazing. You guys listening to Let Me Cut You, a very kind of creepy title from Adelaide Furies, composed by Tetsuya Yano, who has a very exciting, uh, expressive, uh, jazzy compositional style, kind of goes into some very strange and epic places that we've never heard in the series. There's one track coming up pretty soon that I'm really excited to get to. I think I played it on my uh, most recent Show and Tell episode, but this is great. And it's a track that's in three. That's pretty weird. <laughs> that is weird. Did you did you have a hard time finding this meter too, Will? Oh, shut up. I can <laughs> I can count to three. <laughs> Will looks like a tourist when he's trying to find the meter. He's holding a map and he's like, Counting where am I? My fingers. Where yeah. am I? Is that the three? I flip it over because it's upside Excuse down. Excuse me, sorry, walking into an essay. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah. Where's, where's the one? Where's the one? Will, what do you think about this track? I really like it. Again, uh, like the instrumentation this is a sound that we've become kind of accustomed to in the last decade Mm -hmm. uh where it's kind of like to me the full realization of the classic 80s and 90s video game rock uh so often now we hear it voiced with guitars and like harmonized solo violin i don't know why but that's really become kind of a common sound and i think it's because eclecticism is a part of game music you kind of can't take it out of its dna um, mm-hmm. And I think 
And I think it's safe to say that these composers are carrying in that tradition in some sense. And that's why I'd really love to do This is another kind of uh, divergent topic, but Mm -hmm. I would love to do an episode on like reimaginings of classic game music. It'd be a great episode. From, you know, existing games. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. we do remixes, but yeah, it'd be fun to do Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, from remakes. I mean, I, I think... You think of like the Ease series when they That's remade exactly some of the early stuff, of. you know, and it Unlike had the that... the PC-88 CD. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Or sorry, the, uh, I should say the TurboGrafx CD. That was a, a really popular series where people were now for the first time hearing like a real band cover this Ease song. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a great something idea. Something everyone's been waiting for. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. something that we actually do. We we cover uh, Subterranean Canal in mm-hmm. our Mercado band. Check it out, YouTube, folks. YouTube.com. <laughs> All right, we're going to now move on to a track composed by Kazuki Yanagawa, who is kind of a veteran series composer. This is called Quick Flight. <laughs> incredible this series is just phenomenal it just blows me away one of the most uh, impressive uh you know series musically as far as modern rpgs go kind of reminds me there's nothing else like it this reminds me of sonic Uh, yeah it reminds me of like sonic unleashed modern sonic world this is quick flight from um uh atelier furies (laughs) this is so flipping good man yeah, it's really lovely. I, I love the piano voicings at the beginning, all those open fourths and fifths. It's that kind of piano rock sound yep. uh, that, <laughs> again, I just now have so many associations with video game music. And because... I, will, I will take this to my grave. One of my favorite sounds you can ever go for is violin mixed with a rock band. I, it just It's so expressive and beautiful, but it also, violin can shred Yeah, as good as a guitar can. And I feel like it's a sound we get in Japanese. Japanese video games, you know, the E's, like E's Origin is a famous uh, example for the podcast, one of our favorite tracks ever, uh, that Genesis Beyond the Beginning, and so many, like, modern Japanese games have that sound, but outside of video game music, do you hear a violin mixed with rock? Like, other than, like, well, at there's what that point band do you Yellow wanna, Card that At does what it. point do you want to start calling it a fiddle? Because once it gets to a certain level sure. of shredding, I think it becomes a fiddle. Yeah, you hear, you're right. You hear it in bluegrass music, but um, I don't know. I just think the violin rocks yeah. harder than most people give it credit for. All right, guys, we're going to now move on to maybe my personal favorite track of the day. I brought it in for our last show and tell that we did a while back. This is Pororoka, composed by Tatsuya Yano. Enjoy.
so happy. Will agrees with me. Track of the week, folks. This is Pororoka. Haven't you said that <laughs> before? It's got to be. We've got to have at least two. Yeah, it's got to be Pororoka and maybe Scenery of the Town. This is from um, Atelier Furies, composed by Tetsuya Yano. I don't even know what else I have to say. It just, it's just a really good melody. It's so high energy. It's an energy. amazing piece of music. It keeps has all these sections that are all singularly awesome, and they all mm-hmm. come together. And I just I'm at a loss for words of how much I love this. I love how locked in the rhythm section is. I was particularly enjoying kind of the piano and kick drum, how they're kind of dancing around each other. Uh, Carl, what do you think of the drums? I think it's an amazing drum part. I do think it's a virtual instrument, but I think it sounds really punchy, and you can hear it well in the mix, and the part is this really nice kind of drum and bass, got really fast, right. kind of electronic part with an acoustic well, kit. And I love the this guitar at the beginning. It has this devious Latin quality to it. I love it. Here's a fun little thing that I like, and I only noticed this because I've listened to this track probably like eight times, is the first note that that guitar hits, he flubs it. <laughs> ding, dun, 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 dun. It's muted. The first note, and it's cool, man. Yeah, it's it, a little something bit raw. about it is just raw. Yeah, it's really, really cool. It's All like right, a guys. rock acoustic. Go guitar. back and listen to that. Listen to that poor Roca and try to listen to it for the first. That note one you is hear really nice. Guitar. I will, I will surrender okay. my body to that track. That I won beautiful. him over with that. All right, let's move on to the next piece. We're going to play is Determination to Strike. Once again, composed by Yano from Tellier Furies. You guys listening to Determination to Strike? Gotta say, Yano, he, he's just has such a unique. I, I, I do think that Hayato Otsano might still be my favorite series composer. His melodies were so wonderful, but Yano just, it's not necessarily about his melodies, it's about his unique style and his brain. Just the way that he puts all these elements together that, you know, on paper I wouldn't have ever thought to do. They just work so well in his rhythms. He is a rhythmic composer. That is his strength, is coming up with really intricate rhythms that this band is playing. Well, I don't think you should sell his melodies short. I mean, I think these are really good. Uh, you know, what I'm just so struck by is the through line between this entire series. And the way that this right? episode was structured, we had a lot of sweet, you know, jaunty, jolly, mm-hmm. walking tempo music at the beginning mm-hmm. and some kind of chill stuff with vocals. And it was all very pleasant. And now in kind of this final leg of the episode, we're mm-hmm. getting all this high energy rock with violin. That's Kazuyano. What can I say? You know, he's uh, a fairly newcomer to the series and just... Man, does he bring it? 
It really seems to be some sort of through line, though. You know, all this music really fits together. And and how great that this series is blessed to have so much real performance and so much, you know, higher quality pr- production, even when it is using virtual instruments. Let's move on to a track now composed uh, by Kazuki Yanagawa. This is City of Dreams. Here we go. What do you think will i mean are we gonna add it i just don't i don't even know what to say the it's, gus sound team is just doing <laughs> they're doing god's work i mean they're really just they're just doing things better than so many other of their peers i just i don't know what to say the consistency every single track sounds really really good has great melodies really interesting arrangement very unique musical things that you could you know if you're just watching your friend play the game you could not even pay attention to the game and just listen. You'd be entertained just by the music. Yeah, it's really delightful. You know what I was enjoying uh, particularly about this track? Uh, I felt like we were coming a bit full circle hearing this hearing this jaunty 6-8 groove with more of that eclectic instrumentation, getting some of the recorder flute back mm-hmm. from the earlier days of the Atelier music. Sure. It, it really did feel like coming a bit full circle. And just a wonderful melody. Again, really interesting sense of rhythm and a piece of music that feels both feels like it has one foot in Celtic folk music and it has one foot in modern Japanese production. And it's Mm. just a perfect marriage for game music, especially for an RPG. And what I, what I get a sense, I think I would really like these games because it sounds like they don't take themselves too seriously because that, that marriage definitely seems to lean more heavier on the modern production and the rock and the rock and the, the groove based music. Uh, and I think that there's something really cool about that. Now, well, I have a question for you. What do you think is the city of dreams that uh, Yanagawa is is referring to here? I really wouldn't have any idea. What do you What do you think the city of dreams would be? I I don't know. I haven't played the game. Just away from the game. If someone says if there's a track called City of Dreams, I think that's L.A. Uh, I'm I'm prone to my hometown, St. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, Thank you very much. I don't know if anyone would say that. My blood bleeds. I think LA is considered the city of dreams. That's where people go to become stars, right? Yeah, sure. Right? Uh, Sure. I mean, I think that's what the Beach Boys were getting at. Oh, God. (laughs) With their music. (laughs) All right, (sighs) let's move on. You know, I I, I should say something that's kind of funny. I got conflated. I thought I was looking at the La La Land soundtrack because 
it's City of Dreams, and I, I thought it was City of Stars because the next track is called Shooting Star. Mm-hmm. So for a second, I thought, I was like, wait a second, am I playing a La La Land track? This is better. <laughs> Let's move on to Shooting Star, the last track of the day here, once again composed by Yanagawa. This is really cool. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this. Delightful. This track sounds like it's from like Nintendo Land. <laughs> this with track the is so xylophone cute. rolls. It's ridiculous. And- yeah, this episode was insane. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for you know joining us on this journey as we explored a series that definitely does not get enough love. This Gust Sound Team. Holy moly, they are talented. I just want to hire them to do every game ever. They're just so good. You know what? If if they could also maybe take other people's compositions and just work on giving it this kind of coat of paint. Like, this is the quality that video game music should have this day and age, you know? And we don't always get this. I mean, a lot of it does. I feel like recently on the podcast, we've just been celebrating so many soundtracks That's for, true. for being outstanding. Yeah, it, it is. We do hear it every once in a while, um, but it doesn't doesn't feel like it's the standard. It doesn't feel like we get it with every game. I don't think that's ever going to change, though. I always feel like there's an equal amount of good and bad music I might in agree the with world that. in every generation. You just Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to look a little bit harder to find it. That's why we really have to thank you, Zach, for introducing us yeah, thanks a uh, lot. to this music because it's we just been an incredible um, ride. We were talking on Twitter today. not too long ago about maybe even like having like an episode on the Gust sound team and just going outside of this series because they've done mm-hmm. a lot of other yeah. great work on series too. So well, that's, We also have to mention our Discord channel, which mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of you have been starting some really interesting and active conversations on there, sharing music, and that's just been a, a you know really what? fun resource for we us We started lately. doing a, a question of the week every friday but i feel like we should open it up at this point how about we have one of you guys uh whoever feels you know inclined feel free to post your own question every friday let's try to get a mercado question of the week not just from us but we want to hear your guys questions too and we could do like a a reddit style Mm -hmm. ama kind of thing sure for both of us if you guys have questions you want to ask us very fun maybe we're not that interesting (laughs) (laughs) we're definitely not all right let's uh play you guys out with the track time to conquer composed by my boy yano again from atelier furious what a wonderful episode Uh, a couple things to plug here uh thanks for everyone for leaving uh, itunes reviews you can subscribe to our show there as well our website supermercadobros.com you can find our podcast and all our, our original music uh, on our website. Speaking of original music, on uh, June 6th, which is coming up, I believe it is not next, not Sorry, tomorrow. Carl, but, we don't have time for this part. <laughs> not tomorrow, but the next Tuesday, I'm releasing uh, an album, a chiptune album called Micropower. 
So look forward to that. And uh, let's see what else. You can follow us on Twitter at Mercado Bros. Like us on Facebook. And we do have a YouTube channel, which we posted a lot of uh, Mercado Band videos of. We want to thank all of our patrons on Patreon for supporting us. It's one of the things that keeps this show running. True. We want to remind you that if you feel so inclined to contribute as one of our patrons, we have certain reward tiers. Some of them include suggesting your own episode topic. And mm-hmm. I actually had a neat suggestion from Simon, you know, our, our delightful Canadian fanboy. Our brother from the North. Yeah, yes. he's, he's been with us for years. He gave me a, a great suggestion. Um, he said we should give like our Nintendo friend codes um, out. So like, so he was saying like I could give out my Switch, Nintendo Switch friend code as like a certain tier of That's cool. Patreon donation. That's cool. You better get on that. <laughs> I don't currently have a Switch, but uh, I will sometime Maybe Maybe when you do, that yeah. can be a reward for that you. That sounds so. good. All right, guys, we're going to play out with time to conquer stay classy have a great week uh my name is carl brueggemann and i'm will brueggemann have a great week everybody peace out <laughs>